Once again, your neighborhood blue coal dealer brings you the thrilling adventures of The Shadow, the hard and relentless fight of one man against the forces of evil. These dramatizations are designed to demonstrate forcefully to old and young alike that crime does not fail. Many families this winter have had the bitter experience of partial or complete loss of heat in the coldest weather due to a pinch or failure in the supply of piped in fuel. That's why thousands of householders today are saying, I'm thankful I heat with hard coal, the fuel that never fails. Yes, there's no safer, more efficient home fuel than hard coal. And the best hard coal mined today is famous blue coal. Blue coal is clean, deep mined, square fracture coal that burns slowly, evenly, steadily, bringing you the best possible heat. For highest quality, get blue coal, America's finest home fuel. The shadow who aids the forces of law and order is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. Years ago in the Orient, Cranston learned a strange and mysterious secret. The hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama, The Witch of the Crescent Moon. Come along, Jed. Arms over this way. You believe this story about Elaine Brooks being a witch, Ethan? Well, the Brooks has always been a queer family. Yep. They say there's one text in every generation. You won't burn my barn, not if Buckshot can stop her. Uh, can't see what you don't see. My dog's got a sharp nose. He'll send her out. They say Elaine Brooks can travel in a cloud of smoke, and it sparks from her eyes, sets a bond upon her. I ain't believing them stories. Uh, then what happened every night there's a crescent moon? I don't know, but if it's a witch, time we was rid of her. The dog smells something. Uh, Take him, boy. Go get it. What was that? Uh, just the wind. More than just the wind. Look at the dog. He's scared. Huh? Something went past us, all right. Smoke. My barn. My barn. Come back, Ethan. Too late. I'll get her. You fool. There ain't nothing there. Elaine, Elaine, please, darling, you're getting all upset over nothing. I burned that barn tonight. Just as I burned the other barns every time there's a crescent moon. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. It's not, not me. I know my family too well. I know what's happened. Your aunt and Uncle Laura are the strange They're cursed as I am, as are all the descendants of Hester Brooks. Look at her portrait on the wall there. She looks just like me. She's beautiful. She was when that picture was made. She grew into a horrible chrome maker, with claws for hands, and eyes that glisten in the firelight. Elaine, 
They say she was in league with the devil. That he called her out by hooting like an owl. Elaine, don't talk like that. I'm sorry, darling. But there's no doubt she was a witch. She was caught and tried for it and burned at the stake in this very same day. That was years ago. You need to get away from this house, dear. You need rest. Let me take care of you. That's impossible, Walter. But why? I love you, my darling. I want to marry you. I... I... Only a bar now. There's nothing strange about that, is there? No, I, I suppose not, I suppose. Walter. Yes, Elaine. What's the matter, Walter? Why are you looking at me like that? I'm not looking at you anyway. Yes, you are. I can see it in your eyes. I just feel so. It's happening again. I'm soon. I can't stop it. I can't stop it. Another cup of coffee, Lamont. Thanks, darling. That's what I need to top off a perfect dinner. And dinner's topped off a perfect day. You know, you really had a brainstorm when you suggested coming up to New England for the winter sport. Well, I thought it'd be a pleasant change from the hectic life we've been leading in town. This wonderful little country hotel. So peaceful, so remote from everything, and where nobody knows it. Except the manager. Here he comes now. Good evening, Mr. Cranston. I have a telephone call for you. Oh, I spoke to you soon. Oh, thank you, Mr. Sims. Be right back, darling. If it's Commissioner Weston, remember you're on holiday. You and Miss Blaine enjoying yourselves, Mr. Cranston? Oh, yes, indeed. I'm teaching her to ski when I don't lose her in snow drifts. <laughs> That's good. Oh, you can take the call here, sir. Oh, thank you. Say, uh, don't forget to turn the handle when you hang up. No, I, I won't. Hello, Cranston speaking. Mr. Cranston, this is Elaine Brooks. You don't know me, but I saw in the local paper that you were visiting town. I've heard of your work in helping people in trouble, and... I desperately need help. Could I see you right away? Frankly, I'm on a holiday right now, Miss Brooks. You won't see me. Now, perhaps you could tell me over the phone. I'm a very good listener. Well, something very strange is happening to me. It makes me do terrible things. Such as? I, I burned down the barn tonight. I burned others. Pyromania is a psychological disease, Miss Brooks. You should see a doctor about it. That's just it. My aunt and uncle, with whom I live, won't let me see a doctor. They believe it's a disease. They, they believe it's something else. What do you mean, Miss Brooks? They believe I'm a reincarnation of my great-great-grandmother. What? They believe that at certain times I turn into a... Yes? Into a witch. Witch? Now, look, Miss Brooks, if this is some sort of a joke... But it isn't, Mr. Cranston. It's true. Miss Brooks, you realize what you're saying? Brooks. Can you see the moon from where you are? No. I can. Come across the window. A witch's moon. Ugly and gnarled and bent. So horrible. Miss Brooks, you must listen to me. That, that strange feeling is coming over me again. It's going to happen just as it did before. What is? Come quickly, Mr. Cranston. Quickly. Miss Brooks. 
Hello. Miss Brooks. What is it, Lamont? What are you talking to? Girl who's either in desperate trouble or... For what? Taking me for the biggest ride. Wait a minute. That sounded almost like a witch laugh. That must be the Brooks house up ahead, Lamar. Certainly answered the description that Palmer gave us. Mm, and explains the frightened look on his face. It's me, the creep. Looks like it's going to tumble down any minute. Well, it'll probably hold up till we complete our call. Come on, darling. Old well under the tree, probably full of poison water. <laughs> the stocks, Margot, from imprisoning criminals in the old New England days. Look, somebody else. No, but it does seem to be hiding behind it. You see that, Mr. Francis. Yes. Well, thank heavens you've come. They told me in the village you were on your way up here. I've been waiting for you. Oh, I'm sorry. My name is Ballard, Walter Ballard. I'm Elaine Brooks' fiance. Well, this is Miss Lane. How do you do, well, How do you do? I talked to Miss Brooks on the phone just a short while ago. Well, then you know about her. About her obsession. It's ridiculous, of course, but they're doing their best to make her believe it. They? Yes, her aunt and uncle, Mr. Cranston. That's why I had to talk to you before you went in there. When Elaine comes of age, she inherits the Brooks' money. Her aunt and uncle are preparing for that day by, by trying to drive her out of her senses. But why? If Elaine goes mad, if they convince her that she's a witch... She can be committed to an asylum, and the money is there. What makes you so sure they're trying to do this? I know they are, Mr. Cranston. You see, you'll see when you talk to them, you, you've got to help us, Mr. Cranston. I'll do what I can, Mr. Ballard. Now, since Miss Lane and I are going up yes, to the house... Yes, it wouldn't help any to have me around, of course, yet I'll go home. But let me know what you find out. I live just down the road. I'll see you, then. Come on, Mother. Are you convinced now that Elaine's in real trouble? I'm convinced now that Bella thinks she is. There's no Bell, of course. Certainly not. You thank you, thank you. Let Yes? Oh, good evening. I want to see Elaine Brooks, please. Who are you? My name is Cranston. Elaine phoned me about an hour ago asking me to come over. You'll have to make up a better story than that, young man. Elaine hasn't been in all evening. Well, then where is she? None of your business. You're not exactly cordial to visitors, are you, Mr. I don't like interfering busybodies. Especially when they come raising the dickens in the middle of the night. Perhaps I could sell you some insurance on your barn while I'm here. Or aren't you afraid of fires? What do you mean by that? Who is it, Edward? Ain't nobody, Abby. But I'm sure I heard... Get back. Could you tell your niece we're here, Mrs. Brooks? Well, she's in her room right now, and I... Be quiet, Abby. For you, Mr. What's your name? Cranston. Get your foot out of the door. Can I finish admiring that portrait of your niece I see on your living room wall? That's not a picture of Elaine. No? Attractive young girl, I... Get out. As an art connoisseur, I'd like to examine it closer. No. No, you can't touch it. Go away. What's the matter, Mrs. Brooks? I'm afraid it might come to life. But why are they going away from the house, Lamont? 
Those two are hiding something. You know that as well as I do. Don't worry. I'm coming back, Margot. Well, at least Elaine's in the house, that must be. Thanks to that weird old aunt. Come on. What? Suppose I was excited. They might try to take it out on Elaine. That possibility occurred to me. Must pass that uncle. Wouldn't either. That's why I'm going back right now to visit him, Margot. As a shadow. You prepared the broth for our girl, Abby? I'm just going into the kitchen now, Be sure to put in everything, just as always. Make it strong. Strong broth for deep sea. I know what to do. Which is broth, Uncle Edward? Who's there? The shadow. <laughs> How have you come? To learn about cooking. What brew are you mixing up? What are the ingredients? I know only a few. What do you mean? Fortune at stake. Sensitive mind of girl who could be driven to insanity. That was bubbling in the cauldron. No. You told Clancy Lane wasn't at home. Why did you lie to him? I'm afraid the strangers, they... Brought me and mine nothing but trouble. You're afraid they'll find out too much. Elaine's my niece. I do what I think best for her. Nobody's business to interfere. Nobody. And her life? Her health? She's safe while she's in this house. Who was that at Screenbrook? It came from Elaine's room there across the hall. Open that door quickly. No, Shadow. Don't make me hear if it's happened. Open it, I say. Very well. She's gone. She's not in her room. Whose scream was that we heard, Brooks? I don't know. I don't know. I, I thought it was Elaine. I thought... Shadow, look out the window across the field. A fire? Yes. Walter Ballard's house. On fire. Ballard... Ballard, help! Marguerite's still inside. Oh, you can't see him from the solid feet of flame. There's a chance if I force that side door. Be careful! Ballard! Ballard! Here, here, Mr. Clive. Are you all right? Come on, here, take my arm. You've got to get you out of here quick. She's a witch. She's evil. She set this fire. I know that. Come on, this way, Ballard. Burn my house. I just killed me. Take it easy, Ballard. Look at the door. Come on, I'll shoot you. Oh, the fresh air feels good. Are you all right? Yes, Margot, I think so. Thank you. You you saved my life. I don't know how to face it. That's all right, Ballard. Now, what was this you were muttering about Elaine starting this fire? Elaine? I didn't say anything about Elaine, Mr. Cranston. But you said she I was... was out in my mind, raised. But Ballard... I have no idea how the fire started. Well, at least tell us. I'll tell you nothing. It's my house that's burning, my life that was in danger. I'm satisfied that it was all an accident. An accident, I tell you. And it's no business of yours to think anything different, Mr. Cranston. <laughs>
will return to the shadow in just a moment.